Hey everyone, my name is Gabby, and welcome back to Not Quiet, Just Thinking. I hope you've all had a great week since our introduction episode came out this past Monday. I've had a lot going on with schoolwork, um, but we have our spring break coming up, so that's something to look forward to. I also signed my very first apartment lease, so that's a really um, big step and something really exciting. But I think the highlight of my week was really hearing all of your feedback on the first episode and and our short interview with Dr. Delerme. Um, I've had so many people telling me that this project is really important and going to have an impact, and I just want to say that that means the absolute world to me and really what I was hoping for going into this this project. So thank you. On top of that, just having your support and really feeling feeling your love just is so amazing and really motivates me to to keep going. So I just wanted to start off today's episode by saying thank you. If you are enjoying this content, please check back every Monday for a brand new episode. I have so many great things planned. And like I shared in the introduction, I really want to hear your feedback and some ideas of what you want to hear from me on this podcast. So definitely keep reaching out to me and just letting me know what you want to hear. Because as I said, this is a story specifically about me, but about things that I think a lot of people can connect to. So I just, I want you to reach out and and let me know what you want to hear. Today, I want to talk about something that is about all of us because it's all something that we have even if to each of us that looks really different. This is also a topic that I believe really embodies where I am right now and you know what's really pushing me to do the things that I'm doing both through college but also my creative endeavors individually. So today we're going to talk about passion. Specifically how do you find your passion? And once you find that, how do you really embrace it and incorporate it into your daily life? So in talking about passion, I want to take you through one of my first film classes this past semester, which was a time in my life where I learned so much about filmmaking in a short period of time, but also where I learned a lot about myself as a creator. And in doing that, learned a lot about my passion. So we'll start off at the very first week of school. I think it was even the second day of classes. And my professor said to everyone in the class, let's stand up, say who you are, what part of filmmaking you're most interested in, and what you've accomplished so far. Now, going into college, I didn't have any film experience. I didn't even really have any writing experience aside from writing like essays and things like that in high school. The school district I was in just didn't really offer any film classes and, you know, that's not necessarily uncommon. I think that that's definitely something exclusive to wealthier school districts and we just didn't offer that. So I didn't really know how to use a camera. I'd never use any editing software and I didn't even know how to set up a screenplay, even though that was the part of film I was most interested in. So when it came to be my turn, I stood up and I said, I'm Gabby, I want to be a screenwriter, and I haven't really done any work so far, but I'm excited to see what I accomplished this year. And I was really happy with that answer until I started to hear my classmates' answers. Some of them had won awards at film festivals, and some of them had had work published in the New York Times. And overall, a lot of people just knew a lot more about film than I did and had a lot more experience. Initially, that was really intimidating for me, and I think I left that class questioning what I was doing there. 
it's like okay all these people already have experience with cameras and all of this so do i even really have a chance like <laughs> i just felt really intimidated and scared going into the year it's like these people are going to be doing so much better than me because they already know so much I think in that day, I even questioned if I wanted to change my major. And looking back, I feel like that's so ridiculous. I mean, I I chose being a film major because that was what I wanted to do. And college was a place to learn. I didn't have to go into it knowing everything. You know, that was what I was there to do, to learn and to improve and to really get all the skills that I needed to in order to graduate and be successful within the film industry. So I really had to rationalize that and I had to realize in that moment that I came into college with nothing in the film industry except my passion for storytelling. And in that moment, I had to let my passion be enough. Within that first week, we were also introduced to our first project, which wasn't really filming anything. It was just taking a series of pictures and using Photoshop to put them together and animate them into a loop. So sort of like a GIF if you are familiar with those. As I'm sure you can assume, I had no experience with Photoshop and opening that software on my computer and looking at all the, you know, options and buttons and everything was really scary because I I did not know where to start. So I did something I never really did in school because I was always very quiet and shy. And I raised my hand and I called the teacher's assistant over and I said, look, I don't even know where to start. Obviously, when you ask a question, you get help. So my TA helped me. He told me where to start and I took that and I went back to my dorm after class and I started watching more tutorial videos and doing more research on my own. And within a couple days, I had really learned a lot about Photoshop and I made my project. After that, I went to office hours with my professor, which is again, something way out of my comfort zone. And I I just sat down with him and I said, you know, is this good? What can I do better? And just got some help on a few like last minute details. and, And I left that feeling really confident. Within the next couple of days, I was the one people were coming to with questions and I helped a few of my classmates make their project. So I wanted to tell you about this because as I said, I, this class and these projects helped me learn so much about myself as a filmmaker and really what my passion meant to me. And also how I found my passion because, you know, even though I, I knew I loved writing and as I've said multiple times, like stories mean so much to me and they're really powerful and they carried me to want to create them for my career. I don't think I ever realized how much my passion impacted me because looking back on a shy, insecure person, both in high school and also those first few days of college, I would have never stood up and asked questions and really put myself out there to get help, but also to help others. And through that, I learned that your passion is the thing that pushes you beyond your limits. Your passion is the thing that makes you willing to be vulnerable, the thing that makes you willing to embrace not knowing and work really, really hard to get to the end result you desire. Then, moving on to our second project of the semester, which was creating like a one to three minute scene that we wrote, we directed, we casted, we filmed, and we edited. So it was, you know, everything in this short project. And you know, I went into it really nervous, but just 
willing to try my best. I um, got two of my friends from high school to act in it. Hi, Ajane, if you're listening. Ajane was one of the actresses and she did amazing. But yeah, I filmed this project and I went back to look at the footage and I was really excited. I was like, happy it was over. And looking back, I realized that I was absolutely awful at filming. I just, the angles weren't great. I didn't really capture enough footage to edit it into something, you know, that looked good. You know, I just, it, it did not turn out well. And I thought about asking my actors to come back and shoot again, but I decided against that. And I just wanted to work with what I had and just, again, try my best. It was also really comforting to me that we wouldn't be showing these in class because normally, like with our first project, it was put on the screen and everyone would see it and critique it and just help you figure out, you know, what you could have done better. But for this project, since it was an actual you know, short film, we wouldn't really have time to watch everybody's in class. So we weren't going to. It was just going to be my professor and my TA that saw my work. And I was okay with that. I was like, okay, they can critique me. They can give me some tips on what I can do next time. And not a lot of people have to see it. (laughs) So I was, I was happy about that. And I, I did my best. I submitted what I had. I was proud of it. And then I get to class one day, which was a full lecture hall class. We were supposed to have a guest speaker that day, but that speaker had a scheduling conflict and couldn't show up. So my professor at the beginning of class says, okay, since we have some free time today, we're going to watch some of our classmates' films and critique them. So we started watching some films and they were all really, really good. I was like, oh my gosh, how did they do that? How do they know how to do that? And then he gets to like a moment where he's looking for the next film to show. And I remember this moment very clearly. It was almost like time stopped for a minute. And I just knew for a fact that my (laughs) film was gonna be the next one up on the screen. I don't know if it's like an empathic thing that I have where I just know certain things are gonna happen, but in that moment, I knew my film was gonna come up, and I had this monologue in my mind, this, like, conflict between two sides of my brain, like, oh my god, everyone's gonna hate it, this is so embarrassing, like, I, I don't want people seeing my film, and the other half was like, it's okay, they can give you tips, they can help you get better, it's okay, it'll be fine, just sit through the minute of watching people watch your film, and it'll be over soon. <laughs> So sure enough, up pops my film on the screen and my professor plays it. And as I remembered, it wasn't as great as the other films, both with audio, with the filming, just in general, it wasn't the best. But we finished watching it and a ton of students started complimenting the script. And being that writing is the main part of film I'm interested in, that meant a lot because it was like, you know, I'm not the best at filming. That's something I can work on, but what I really, really care about is the writing and the screenplay. So the fact that people noticed that and complimented it really, really made me feel better. And they also said a lot about how good the acting was and just gave me some feedback on the filming. And some people liked it. Some people gave me some advice on how I could do better next time. You know, it was just all really helpful and people were very kind about it. And I felt so great after that. It felt good to see people view my work and you know, even if it wasn't the best, it's something I created. And to me, that's beautiful and powerful. And I don't know, I I really, I really am glad that my film was one of the ones that my professor randomly chose to put up on the screen for everyone to see. 
Connecting that with the topic of this episode, I once again learned more about who I am as a creator and my passion for creating. I learned that your passion is the thing that makes you not really care what other people think. I learned that when you're really passionate about something, that shines through to other people. You know, I am really passionate about writing and that's what people really noticed within this film. Your passion not only shines through, but it reveals who you really are to the world around you. And to me, as a filmmaker, it encouraged me to make more authentic work. You know, going into this, I I still am not very great at audio capture or audio editing, and that's something that this is helping me work on, but I was also really worried about being perfect and, and saying all the right things, and it's like, you know, you don't have to. My passion is shining through because I'm talking about things I really, really care about and just genuinely telling my story in a vulnerable way. And I'm hoping that my passion shines through and that people can really recognize that. Your passion is where your true self lies. And by embracing your passion, you are really revealing your authentic self to the world around you. Now, the third project of the semester, which was our final project, was my favorite, and it was something really special to me, and you actually heard it already if you listened to um, the short interview with Dr. Delarmway that I posted. That was my project. We were able to choose um, whether we wanted to do a film or a podcast, or some people even did like video games, um, video game designs and like graphic design and stuff like that, but I really wanted to take a small piece of filmmaking, and that was the audio of it, and, and work on doing a podcast, and when I started that, that it wasn't really something I planned on doing full-time, like what I'm doing now was just a one-time thing, and I started reaching out to um, a ton of psychologists and people that I could interview, and luckily Dr. Delarme was available and willing to do it. Um, so I met with him, and we had our discussion, and I edited it, and added music, and posted that, and my professor really, really liked it. Once again, I had put myself out of my, outside of my comfort zone for my passion because I reached out to people I didn't really know and, and asked them to meet with me and have a really in-depth conversation, and it helped me learn so much about about mental health and, and just have a really great conversation with someone who gave me a new perspective and also led me to create this. I mean, your your passion pushes you and as I said, it, it takes you outside of your comfort zone and to new limits. I mean, you really realize what you're capable of when you push yourself. And again, with my professor really enjoying it, you, your passion shines through and you really put hard work into something. And that honestly was the project I was most proud of because it just felt the most authentic and personal. And again, brought me right here to where I am filming this episode. So I just wanted to share, you know, what I learned from that class because it was really the most influential class for me my first semester of college. And it really inspired the work that I'm doing now. Not only my podcast, but just... In my writing, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to write more frequently and embrace my passion. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be authentic and be something that I really care about. And people will recognize that. So if you are listening to this and maybe thinking that you, you know, don't really know what your passion is, I just wanted to say that that's okay. I'm really fortunate that from a young age, I knew what my passion was. I remember like way back before I even really knew how to read or was good at reading, I would open books and, and look at them and pretend that those words on the page were mine and I would make up a new story to go along with the pictures and like make the book my own. And I think looking back on that, that was just me really realizing that I wanted to tell stories as 
a main part of my life, but as I've shared, you know, getting older and consuming art and realizing how meaningful stories can be, that that fueled my passion even more and also inspired me to incorporate other passions, which obviously, you know, mental health plays a large role in that, but also things I haven't really talked about yet. Um, one of those is environmentalism. I love to travel and I've had the amazing opportunity to travel to so many great places around the world and many of my favorite places I've traveled have been because of the natural environment and that has inspired me to learn more about environmental science and be an advocate for our environment and sustainability and and conservation. So that's also something I want to put into my work and, and right now I'm putting that into my photography and trying to capture the beauty of nature through the lens of my camera. I'm also really passionate and interested in the supernatural. Um, Some of my favorite books and movies and TV shows are about vampires and witches and ghosts and just all these really interesting things that great stories come from. So I just, I'm really passionate about, about those topics and learning more about the supernatural. And as I shared, I, I want to be a writer within the horror genre. So you know, that's something I can incorporate there. So, you know, when you look at your life, the things that you're interested in and the things that you've learned from experiences you've had and the things you truly care about, those are your passion. And they can be incorporated into your life professionally and academically. That being said, your passion also doesn't have to be the your job. It can be, you know, a sport that you like to play. For example, my dad works in the restaurant business, and I know he really enjoys that, but a passion that he has is playing tennis. Um, He plays tennis a lot, and he's worked so hard and, you know, just really put his all into becoming a better tennis player. And once again, shows that your passion is the thing that makes you willing to work harder to get to where you want to be. It can also be part of your job and, you know, the thing that you study in college and, and work for, Um, My mom is a teacher, and I know her passion is really helping students and forming connections with them, and and just being an educator and a positive um, person in someone's life. So that's really her passion, and again, I can see her working so hard to be the best teacher she can be and to create really meaningful curriculum for her students. So if you don't really know what your passion is, that's okay. I mean, I'm sure that there are going to be things coming up in my life that that make me passionate. And, you know, right now I, I'm really passionate about breast cancer awareness because that's something my mom is going through. Not that I didn't care about it before, but it was never really something that touched me personally. But, you know, now that I, I know more about it and have firsthand seen someone go through it from beginning to end... That's something I really want to incorporate into my stories and talk about way more. So our passions are constantly added to our lives through what we go through and what we care about and what we learned. So if you don't really know what your passion is, you know, just look around you. Who influences you? What influences you? What do you really care about? Those are where your passions lie. And once again, finding your passion is finding the thing that makes you happy. The thing that excites you and the thing that reveals the authentic you to the world. It's also the thing that makes you willing to 
look into your weaknesses and be vulnerable and show that to the world as well, along with your strengths. I love YouTube. I watch a ton of YouTube videos, and one of the YouTubers that I watch is Amber Scholl, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with her videos, but she just makes a lot of fun content, is really positive and bubbly, and it is a source of joy in my life, honestly. So I wanted to leave off today sharing a quote that she says all the time, and that is, what if it doesn't come true? Ah, but what if it does? And I really took that quote and remind myself of it every time I'm questioning something. You know, in the context of this podcast and starting the podcast a couple weeks ago, I was thinking, what if I make this and nobody cares? What if people listen to it and don't like it? Or what if I get really unmotivated and you just stop making content? But on the flip side of that, I was thinking, what if this is really the step I needed to put myself out into the world as a creator? What if this motivates me to create more meaningful artwork? And what if this helps me build my brand? What if this connects me with a community of people who are willing to learn more about the topics that I'm talking about and who will love and support me? And what if this just makes me more confident? What if this helps me learn more about audio production and just things I want to learn about? What if this What if this helps someone? What if someone listens to this and is encouraged to tell their own story? Or, you know, what if I just say something that really helps someone? And that was the thing that convinced me. So I just wanted to share that quote with you and and say once more, like, finding your passion is finding the thing that makes you willing to overlook the negative what-ifs for the positive what-ifs. Finding your passion is finding the thing that makes you willing to take a risk and to fail and learn from that failure and and push yourself even harder. Before we go, I want to give you a homework assignment for this week. Don't worry, it's not too complicated. I just want you to share something on social media that you're passionate about, and I want you to share that with the hashtag, not quiet, just thinking. I want all my listeners to start using this hashtag in a way to tell their story, and I think that this is a good place to start because our passions are really the heart of our story. So please share your passion with the hashtag, not quiet, just thinking. And that passion can be anything, whatever whatever you feel passionate about in your life, or even just what you feel passionate about this week. Please share that and think... I think that would be really cool to just see everyone sharing something they're passionate about and can really build some positivity and, you know, motivation for everyone else. I want to say thank you for listening. Um, I hope that you have an amazing week and I hope that this episode was a positive start to your week if you're listening to this on Monday when it comes out. So yeah, thank you again and I'm going to repeat that quote one more time. What if it doesn't come true? Ah, but what if it does? I'm Gabby. See you next week.